Welcome to Preach the Peach. I'm Sage. And I'm Alyssa. And we're the co-founders of Peach Pack, an online community that is having pretty radical conversations about womanhood. We're bringing late night sleepover chats from behind closed doors straight to your ears. On this week's episode of Preach the Peach, we are celebrating National Orgasm Day. Did you know that women can orgasm from a simple ab workout? Well, if you didn't, then this episode is for you. We also talk about the orgasm gap, which explains why people with vaginas find it so goddamn difficult to come. We finish, pardon the pun, by sharing our favorite facts about female orgasms and how you can prioritize your experience in the bedroom. Ooh, let's get into it. (laughs) Tricked ya. Okay, this is Sage. I'm sneakily coming here before the episode actually starts because I wanted to say, if I've ever met you in real life, please do not listen to this episode no, I'm joking. But seriously, like mom, dad, you do not have to listen to this episode. You can switch off right now. But to everyone else, Alyssa and I had a really interesting conversation after recording this episode. We delve into a lot of personal experiences. And because we feel so comfortable having these conversations with each other, it came about really naturally and organically. And then listening back to it, We were pretty shocked because we were like, oh, my God, are people actually going to be listening to these personal stories? Um, But, you know, we took a step back and we were like, this is the core of the podcast. We are like fighting stigmas, breaking taboos. You know, there's a reason that the orgasm gap exists and that we feel embarrassed talking about masturbation. And we really want to fight that. And Alyssa raised something really interesting to me and said, you know, I don't want to be known as just the girl that talks about sex and masturbation. And it just shows how much of an impact society is having on us. Um, You know, if girls speak about sex, then their intelligence is questioned and everything about them is questioned. Whereas I don't necessarily think that is the case for males so it just shows how much of a stigma there is surrounding women and sex and that's why we're putting this episode out there so if you are not my mum and dad please enjoy hello hey hey happy saturday happy saturday night (laughs) well well look what we have here we've got two glasses of shiraz cheers and we are celebrating a very big launch week it's been a lot of, yeah, major highs major and emotional, highs. overwhelming. Yeah, it was crazy. The launch day was so fun and we're just so grateful for everyone's support. Um, yeah, I don't think we were expecting that. And Not just to see the response and your feedback and comments was just amazing. And thank you to everyone who downloaded Mm. and left a review and a like and all that. All that jazz. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, it was a dream come true. It was. And we've been doing, you know, at least trying to get it out there for so long and to be able to have it, you know, on Spotify, on Apple, that people can just like access is really weird. Really (laughs) crazy i'll say a funny anecdote that i think will lead us into the topic of today's conversation Mm. um is a lot of 
of my male friends actually mm. um, commented on my choice of wording when I spoke about my um, orgasm experience. Mm. I frequently said the word I came or I come um, <laughs> and my friends were like wow that's such a great use of the word like you know often females use yeah. these like long-winded ways of saying that they had an orgasm, an orgasm whereas yeah. I'm just like pretty blunt yeah I came yeah no to be honest before you I don't think I've ever heard a girl say I come or I came or <laughs> like I thought like that was specifically a guy's way of saying how that's how they finished yeah so but you're radical <laughs> but I love um I'm driving the day of the launch <laughs> and I get a call from Alyssa and she's like oh my god I just listened to the episode again and I am so so vulgar i say come so many times i fully was freaking out because i was like people are listening to yeah. this they're probably like oh this my god person is using like what what is yeah. like the terminology she's referencing and i don't know i think it's good it's and it just funny. shows that the fact that our guy friends were messaging you that just yeah. shows how they're not used to girls speaking like that yeah i think Why? it's very it ties into like definitely so many stereotypes that even when we are speaking about something that is taboo mm. and trying to debunk a, t- a taboo it mm. has to be done in a way that's kind of polite polite and friendly mm. and fluffy yeah whereas like we are of the opinion let's just get straight to it let's just call it out for what it is yeah exactly which is coming (laughs) irrespective of how you identify it but I found that really funny because I think maybe it is subconscious that I've tried to adopt that language but yeah I don't think it like I just talk it comes naturally yeah yeah I think that's amazing I should try and incorporate it more because I to be completely transparent feel weird saying the word yeah um <laughs> like i cannot take myself seriously when i say that i came i yeah anyway okay yeah. well that's yeah very fitting because it it is national orgasm, orgasm day, day. <laughs> usually we're so in sync i know so sync. it wasn't okay try again fun. It is National Orgasm Day. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, what a day. To be honest, I didn't know it was a day until today. Yeah. (laughs) So, like, like, we anticipated for this day to be here and, like, coincidentally, or sorry, not coincidentally, but we intentionally decided to film or record. Okay, well, what are you, when you hear National Orgasm Day, what do you think? National what comes to your head? Orgasm day. Um, I'm thinking what I'm gonna do tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like I try to sound mysterious, but I realize I just sound weird. Trying to like, sound sexy. Yeah. What I'm going to do tonight. <laughs> just to give you context, yeah. I am currently going through exam periods. Mm. So I feel in general just going through a bit of a lull, mm. just like really boring content. Like the podcast has been mm. probably the most inspiring thing that's happened mm-hmm. in a while for me. And that's the most exciting thing. Beyond that, mm. masturbating yes. is what brings Second. me quite a lot of joy. Yeah. Like I really look forward to the ritual of getting into bed 
ending the night off. It, I do it at nighttime um, and ending the night off with a bang. Mm. So that makes me I don't me know feel about good. you, but I fully, like, I'm passed out after. Yeah. Like, if Best I need, to, if I can't get to sleep, <laughs> <laughs> I... I really? masturbate and then I'm like dead. Like I'm like passed out. <laughs> well, because it takes you quite yeah. a long time. Do you want to tell? You takes, know, takes me quite a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay. So we all know that um, there are multiple ways you can orgasm. Yeah. Actually, maybe people don't know that. Um, That's a good point. Yeah. Because also, no one speaks about it. So exactly, like, how do we actually know? Exactly. These things? But rewinding, I guess. This is a recent thing for me. Mm. I started maybe two years ago. <laughs> um, and probably because I have had a boyfriend for a very long time. Mm. So I probably just never felt the need to. And my girlfriends didn't speak about it. So I didn't know it was a normal thing to do. Um, and so never did it. And mm. then I read Normal People. <laughs> <laughs> Best book ever. Best book ever. Seriously. So um cute. Yeah, this was before the movie came out. I mean, mm. the TV show. And I was away from my boyfriend. <laughs> my baby. Um, and yeah, I just did it. I, mm. It's so weird. I feel like there wasn't... I didn't research. I didn't have a toy. I didn't have anything. I was just like, okay, I'm just going to try. Mm. And like, I thank God for that. Because yeah. like, if you don't just try and you don't keep pushing and persisting because it took a really long time Mm. but eventually I got there like how long like probably 45 minutes I just want to also give context to this because I remember waking up the next morning and receiving a text message from you (laughs) and this just like this (laughs) this just shows the difference in language I get this the most convoluted message from Sage being like guess what I go, what? She goes, I made myself pleasure last night. Or like, (laughs) what was it? I think I said something along the lines of, Ali, guess what? I pleased myself. And I was like, please yourself with what? Like, (laughs) what what did you please? Did you learn something new? Like, what's what's going on? Yeah. And she was like, think about it. And I was really trying hard to think about it. It just shows you how I probably felt like so dirty. And just like, I cannot say that I masturbated. What the hell? This is... I was 21. <laughs> Fully. This is because I was in London yeah. in the, at the time. So it was only a few years it ago. It was two years ago. And I said, I pleased myself. myself. Oh, hello. <laughs> it was so bizarre. I remember actually the confusion, trying to decipher what you were trying to say. I was like, is this a hidden code for something? God. But yeah, I think that just really encapsulates like how weird we feel talking about it in a really explicit way yeah so like you could have just said i had the best experience making myself orgasm last night yeah but you know we do these hidden messages because we're embarrassed yeah it feels safer in a way yeah i actually it makes me think there is light at the end of the tunnel though because recently i was having a conversation with someone you'll know who this person Mm. is and she said to me Alyssa, like i can't believe you only exposed yourself to like a vibrator at the age Mm. of like 22 like meanwhile i was 13 and i discovered a shower head (laughs) and that was like my first experience coming 
And I was like, whoa, I did not know that at 13. I wasn't even looking to explore my body in, in that, that way. way. But the fact that she was. Yeah. Was like, but wow. it's funny how that happens. Like often it's you stumble across it. Mm. Like, you know, I'm sure being 13 didn't think, oh, a shower head will stimulate my clit and I will orgasm. Yeah. Like it probably just like the pressure felt good and, you know, then she was curious. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that the corgasm. Yeah. Oh my God. So, Do, so wait, have we spoken about the corgasm? Before? Tell your story of the corgasm. Okay. Do you have a story? I also like, I think I just very similarly experienced it um, mm. in a way that you did. Okay. Well, I think I was very into home workouts when I was in high school. I didn't, sign up to a gym I just did I think it was called like fitness blender on YouTube um and there was this one move where you lie down and you it's like an ab workout and you lift your legs up and lower them down and at the same time and I was doing it and I was like god what's happening (laughs) down there um and yeah I just felt like something was being stimulated and that was probably my first experience with an experiencing an orgasm Whoa. was during exercise um so you had a full-blown orgasm full, full-blown from doing an ab workout yeah i am fully telling my family they cannot listen to this episode <laughs> <laughs> i do ab Sorry, workouts all the time out. and i had an orgasm like yeah. that no yeah and it yeah i freaked out i was like what the hell like that's crazy like i literally oh. was just exercising and, and it, it happened, happened. And I think I did it a few times after that. I think I must have been like 15 or 16. <laughs> Ripped um, But because we're not taught how to masturbate, yeah. I didn't know that an option was to just like put your finger down there. I know. You know what I mean? So I was like, oh, the only- I was like, if I want to experience whatever that feeling was, I have to go and do the ab <laughs> workout. <laughs> and oh then God. didn't like a fitness instructor like influencer come out and talk about i think it was someone on the radio i remember listening it was like a radio host said like she was in the gym using one of those this is what happened to me and i was like wow my experience is being validated right now but it was using one of those ab wheels oh and all of a sudden she was like in the middle of this class and she had a full-blown orgasm mine definitely i don't think was an orgasm it was more as in, not that I think I know it wasn't an no. orgasm. Um, it was more just like tingles, like a heightened, th- heightened sensations. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's really interesting because other people I know definitely just go for it at a younger age. Yeah. Like that, you know, girl that was 13, there was something that told her, even though it wasn't explicitly yeah. told, you know, this is how you're going to pleasure yourself. Yeah. There was something within her that was like, ooh, yeah. saucy. I want to experiment. Yeah. And the taboo nature of it either means we don't do it because we don't know how and we don't talk about it, yeah. or it means you do it, but in secrecy. Okay, let's talk about the orgasm gap. I hadn't heard much about it until you raised it, mm. but I think that really ties into why we find ourselves not prioritizing our own pleasure yeah and why we're so preoccupied or i can only speak from my own experience why i'm so preoccupied Mm -hmm. to make my other partner you know 
orgasm yeah. rather than me. Yeah. Yeah, so we were doing a bit of research and um, the orgasm gap is basically the disparity between people in a relationship, mm. um, the, the disparity of the climax or orgasm. Mm. So basically the heterosexual women. Yeah. Um, women is singular, right? <laughs> I always I, notice woman, this. I Sage really misuses women and woman. Yeah, but how do you say woman, 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 woman the heterosexual? One woman and <laughs> multiple two women. women sound the same to me. No, no, no. How two you- heterosexual women yeah. versus one woman. Oh, that's the same. <laughs> it's not woman, 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 woman. <laughs> women, 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 Two women, one, one woman, 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 <laughs> not Sage says woman, <laughs> you do, I notice it all the time, it's so funny, oh god, okay, well it's really difficult for me, yeah, okay, I'm just sorry. gonna go with it, yeah, probably, but that. basically the heterosexual woman, <laughs> what? <laughs> It's okay, so forced. Okay. Okay. So One forced. woman. I'm talking singular. Yeah, heterosexual anyway. woman. Actually, I'm talking heterosexual women, multiple. Oh, women. Yeah, in general. Yeah. Um, they experience far less orgasms mm. than their male partners and also compared to gay women as well. Yeah, there's this stat I was reading. This I actually, article. I can imagine that. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah, I think in, I mean, I can't speak on behalf of um, queer community. the queer community, yeah. but from my understanding or friends that I've spoken to um, who have had sexual experiences with other women, because we masturbate or yeah. because we understand our own body, then when in the bedroom, they're able to understand that yeah. understand that for their partner um in the bedroom i feel like that makes so much sense because yeah. it's like they know best based on their own experience yeah what exactly. works for them but yeah in heterosexual couples the man is obviously like we've been discussing prioritized mm. and it's very clear how they can orgasm mm. you know like when they reach climax they ejaculate and mm. it's over and whatever but for women, because of the lack of understanding of like how we orgasm and like what happens down there in order yeah. to orgasm, um, it means that there is a disparity and it means that we don't orgasm as much as we are supposed to. Yeah. It makes so much sense. Mm. It is a confronting thing as well mm. to kind of reflect then on your own experiences and think shit you know this really does apply yeah or maybe it doesn't apply but yeah I think knowing the way our society is kind of it's constructed in that way that from a very young age I think what your gender is plays into a big part as to like your importance your value and then in a relationship setting like Mm. they you have to fight against the unequal power imbalance that I think Mm. society imposes on you yeah so I think then take it another layer deeper and in the bedroom then how that power dynamic would manifest is really confronting yeah and like in the Forbes article they talk about um in general both women and men Mm. um don't know the female anatomy Mm. they don't you know there was like some crazy stats of like people not being able to not only not label 
the clitoris, but they can't label the urethra. They can't label like so many things. So because we don't know the female anatomy, we then don't know how to pleasure I'm, women. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like that, I still don't know like, yeah. parts of the yeah. vagina. Mm. I I know the clitoris, but I only actually like worked out, you know, the clitoris when I was yeah after school. Or after school, you know. I, I can't tell you necessarily the mm. internal anatomy of my vagina. Yeah, no way. I have no idea. <laughs> I know there's lips and yeah, a clitoris. The, yeah, and there's like <laughs> and two yeah. different lips. <laughs> <laughs> they can be uneven lips. Yeah, exactly. Actually, this is a funny thing as well that I really appreciate because I think it says a lot about like our friendship and also extension like our friendship group but we over lockdown did Mm. um still life drawing and Mm. painted not painted drew (laughs) our friends um while we were naked and each like took turns of posing and i don't know you just get an appreciation of everyone's bodies but also vaginas yeah so different (laughs) they look so different and they're amazing they need it Everyone needs to explore them more. Yeah, and whether that's by your fingies or by, yeah. you know, going to a sex shop, buying a sex toy. Yeah. Or, yeah, I, I'm sure there's so many other ways yeah. that you could explore, you know, what what's going on down what's there. Going on yeah. down there. There's this crazy stat. I'm just going to read it. But it says that a study found and this is the Forbes article and they link it to like some academic articles but they say <laughs> a study found that 39% of women said they always orgasm when they masturbate compared to 6% during sex whoa like 6%. 6% yeah because that's another thing that I want to speak <laughs> about but the whole myth of mass uh, sorry not masturbating orgasming during sex um, from intercourse yeah the percentage of women that orgasm from the clit is significantly significantly higher than women who orgasm from intercourse and it's definitely a thing like some women can yeah um i can't but no um yeah and that's why i think there's that's another reason that women Mm. don't orgasm during sex because guys think oh they orgasm from intercourse you mm-hmm. have sex they finish and they think like okay somewhere along, somewhere the, along line. the lines <laughs> you finish but it's like no well actually if you understood you would know that i finish from other the things clitoris yeah simulating the clitoris so i think that's a lot of pressure as well something that i've experienced is this idea of like finishing from sex like mm. i always thought something was wrong with me yeah. because i couldn't do that mm. and that's why like up until I was 22 I was like okay sex is nice like I definitely yeah having great time but you know compared to what you see on movies or what you read like yeah what an orgasm should feel like Mm. I I was I couldn't compare I was like this doesn't feel like what it's supposed to be so then it really puts a lot of pressure on yourself to try feel that and Mm -hmm. I think that's where the culture of faking as well comes into play because it's like if you can't actually feel it then you're just I don't know it's a lot easier to kind of just pretend you are 100% okay so whilst researching about the female orgasm we came across some facts and picked out our favorite facts which favorite favorite we hope will encourage you to play around (laughs) and 
orgasm. Yeah, see what your favorite thing yeah. becomes. Yeah. <laughs> so the first fact. So there is approximately 8,000 nerve endings at the clitoris, at the clitoris, in the in clitoris. The clitoris. <laughs> <laughs> um, and studies have shown that 18% of women experience an orgasm from penetration. Only 18%. So... First of all, that means that the clitoris is a very sensitive part that, Mm. you know, if you want to orgasm, you're probably most likely going to orgasm from the clitoris Mm -hmm. being stimulated. So if you're, you know, having sex and you're not finishing, try playing with the clit. 100%. The second fun fact, um, women can have multiple orgasms. Mm. And I am a testament to that because what happens, I... Break the seal almost with yeah. one. Um, <laughs> once you have the one, it kind of then leaves you wanting more. Um, okay. Number three is that it takes longer for women to reach orgasm than men. So this one's really important because I think from personal experience, you know, you have sex or you're, you know, doing whatever the male's orgasmed and you haven't yet mm. and i think before i used to get embarrassed i was like oh like come on hurry up like yeah. why is this not happening but it just takes a long time and yeah. like your partner needs to learn to be patient in that um 100%. and you need to learn to be patient in that and yeah. accept it and you know it will happen mm. you just have to keep pushing and going and it's not embarrassing like mm. if they get over it as well like honestly bye-bye like <laughs> see ya yeah like yeah. lucky no that they could just finish very quickly you know yeah. that's not the case sometimes it is the case but yeah. often it's not and so yeah it's fine if yeah. it takes a while 100 percent be patient with yourself. Yeah. Uh, number four, almost 60% of women ejaculate when they orgasm. Squirting is real. It is. I honestly feel like it's a, like people think it's this weird myth that women squirt mm-hmm. when they ejaculate. Mm. No, women squirt when they come. Mm. Um, but it ain't. It's a real thing. Well, thank you so much for tuning in on episode two. We are officially up on Apple Podcasts. So the best way you can support us, guys, is if you review it and if you give us um, like the rating thing (laughs) above. (laughs) Yeah. Or even beyond rating, if you want to reach out to us, we're on our Instagram. We check it ourselves. Message us. Let us know your feedback. Um, we like hearing from everyone yeah. that tunes in. Yeah, and we will be debriefing this conversation on our Instagram, so you can follow us there at Peach Pack. And we will see you next week. Yeah, see you then. Bye. Bye.